Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And we are back and we're talking this week about gratitude. We're talking this week about showing gratitude in an overt way uh, towards other people and really all the ways that you benefit when you put yourself into the mental, emotional, and really spiritual position of showing gratitude. And I wanted to share with you guys a story the other day uh, that Julie and I experienced from the other day that some of you will relate to, most of you won't, but it's something that I want to show appreciation for in a public way. Uh, because it is the uh, uh, the result of a lot of accumulation and the culmination, frankly, of a long time and a lot mm-hmm. of effort. So Julie and I have we're at our cabin for the holiday and for you know this month and, and part of next month. And this cabin, which I'm very much appreciative of, has this metal roof. I mean, it's something almost like out of a storybook, truthfully. Yeah, porches everywhere. Outside fireplace, deer, squirrels. There's supposed to be fox, although I haven't seen one yet. No. And it's two hours away from anything that even remotely resembles civilization. Extremely quiet. (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of disconcerting in the morning how quiet it It is. It is, really. It is truly amazing how isolated this is. You see people occasionally. We have neighbors, but there's an assured clear distance. Yeah, they they keep to themselves. (laughs) It's not a COVID six foot either. No. It's like, it's maybe just like a normalized five five miles, right? But yeah, so we're here and we're celebrating the holidays and it feels like something a little bit like out of the original Laura, uh, uh, Laura, no, the Ingalls, Laura Ingalls, Little House on the Prairie. Prairie. That's kind of what it feels like the original books, you know, Uh where they're talking about when they first were carving their cabin out of the woodside. Definitely. But anyway, it's it's very romantic for Julie and I. I mean, we've been married for 30 years and this is something we've always dreamt of having and to be able to celebrate the holiday with you know Julie and Zoe and our French bulldog and my mom lives with us. Oftentimes it feels like we live with my mom, but that's aside <laughs> the point. And to be here at this moment and to be uh, recording this podcast and knowing that tens of thousands of you will listen, knowing that our stories uh, and and you know the life that we're living is all about from the gratitude and the appreciation and the work effort that we put in in the past, and so. I feel tremendous gratitude towards all of you. I feel tremendous gratitude towards all of our coaching clients, mm-hmm. all the people that work as part of our business, all the people that are part of our EXP team. I feel tremendous gratitude. And this is kind of an interesting uh, thought for uh, some of you guys. And I think if you guys get this point I'm about to make, it'll, I think, possibly change your lives. But I have tremendous gratitude towards past Tim and Julie, you know, past versions of us that did what they didn't want to do when they didn't want to do it at the highest level. And that's in the form of this cabin, for example, in a very practical way, you know, getting this cabin was a result of having to spend a lot of time and a lot of money, a lot of effort, a lot of never giving up. And now we're here and experiencing this. And I feel you have a smile on your face. I I have that. that gratitude too. And I look back to, you know, this is something that I think we I probably started this goal a long time ago because I always wanted a cabin in the woods and Mm -hmm. something peaceful and fireplaces and wildlife and all that. But after a lot of doing what we didn't want to do and we didn't want to do it at the highest level or what we were hoping to make the highest level, uh, the payoff is so much 
better and more significant. And, you know, if you were just given everything and life is just easy, you don't have a lot of gratitude or appreciation. It is true. And that's something I wish I could tell past him and Julie, because one thing like... It's harder when you're younger because you want things to happen faster. Well, society, social especially, lies to you, telling you that everything is a snap of your fingers away. And the truth is sometimes, you know, things worth having take a long damn time to get. That's true. Maybe longer than you think they should based on what? Your ego mostly. I am certainly guilty of that. But really, guys, that's that's the state that I want to keep myself in is being grateful for everything, um, you know, that Julie and I are experiencing. And it all starts with what we have been able to accumulate in our minds from our lifetime experience of having coached agents and the conscious competence or really conscious, uh, the level of unconscious competence that Julie and I are experiencing now when it comes to coaching real estate agents. And I know that that's something that's benefiting tens of thousands and really cumulatively millions of you from the feedback that you guys give us from the coaching, you know, those of you sign up for our coaching program and those of you who just participate in our lives in many different ways. So I guess what I'm saying is ultimately, um, I am in tremendous, I, I want to sh- hope all of you guys understand, all of you listening, especially in December, because a lot of people basically check out emotionally, right? right? In December. For those of you who are listening, Julie and I are tremendously grateful to all of you. We are so appreciative that you have allowed us to be part of your lives on a, you know, a digital way in the form of um, this podcast. And it's, we're at the very least, and we're incredibly grateful to all of you because what you have done is you've helped us to essentially ha- live lives of purpose. In our life, our professional lives, our goal is to be of service to all of you. That's really what our primary focus is. And that's the omnipresent conversation that Julie and I are always having. How can we help you guys? How can we say things in such a way? And Julie and I will argue sometimes. I mean, if you're listening for, as an outsider, you think it's arguing, but this is just our way of sometimes um, intellectually. Right. Well, it's intellectually. <laughs> yeah. We're working through a concept. But Julie and I will spend a lot of time trying to get to the to, to coalesce the essence of what we're trying to say in the simple most in the fewest words possible and we'll in we'll go back and forth and she'll send me notes for a podcast or something I'm writing and you know she'll send it back it, because the reason is is we know what um, we know or at least we are, our experience knows what it is that you guys will listen to what you won't listen to and we're always trying to make ourselves better because we're really what our goal in life again, professional goal and really personal goal at this point is to really be of service to all of you by giving you information, helping you to rise your, raise yourself to a different level emotionally so then you can raise yourself to a different level uh, financially. And all this stuff is part and parcel. Nothing's in isolation. You, It's impossible really to become a, uh, you know, frankly, to become financially well off unless you're working on these other things at the same time. And this gratitude concept that we're talking about with you guys this week, it really does all start with that. If you find yourself needlessly struggling, if you feel like everything is the grind, like every single day you have to put on your suit of armor and you have to do battle every single day, there is a lot of truth to that. The world, We are in a competitive world. That is absolutely true. And this is not a scarcity versus an abundance conversation. It's a reality-based conversation. But if you, you still will have to put on your suit of armor, and that is called your skill set and your mindset. But if you will, uh, before putting on your suit of armor, start with something inside your head, which is developing the sense of gratitude and appreciation towards what your present state is, even if it's not what you really want, you're going to elevate your mental and emotional, uh, essentially your, your boiling temperature is going to go to a little bit higher than everybody else. And that's going to give you a really unfair advantage in, wor- in the world, not just with business and helping people 
people and making money, but in life in general or with relationships. That's true. And, you know, that's what you're supposed to be doing right now. And I think that when you get frustrated and you want things to happen faster and, you know, why did I put in all this effort and I'm not seeing my results yet? You just have to remind yourself, this is what you're supposed to be doing right now. The flip side to it is you can very well be putting effort towards things that you are not going to get results from. You could be following a, um, a path that's not going to get you where you actually need uh, to go. And, and then that is incredibly, again, I'm avoiding soapboxes this week. Well, you have to be introspective about the results you're getting at some point, right? Right. But some of you guys do spend a lot of time and money, especially in this age of all these companies that have gotten into the real estate industry, selling what amounts to basically lead generation to real estate agents. Some of you guys are wasting way too much time and effort and money uh, trying to make something work that's not workable, that will never work. You're, it's not working. It's The reason it won't work isn't because you can't make it work. The reason it won't work isn't because you're not good enough to not make it work. Understand what I'm saying here. The reason it won't work is because it's a crappy idea. It's just dumb. And it, it just will never work for anybody. It's just a gimmick in essence. And so we talked a little bit yesterday about some of the mindset approaches that you can take. And one of the first litmus tests are you put, are, you know, we talked about this point number two or three yesterday, or actually it's a sub point. In other words, it wasn't in writing. It's something Julie and I vamped on. But like if you're finding yourself getting frustrated because something you're doing isn't working, I need you to really take a breath and ask yourself, is this thing that I'm trying to make work ever going to work? Or have I just chosen the wrong path some time ago when I need to get basically back on point? Because you will find that a lot of you are following the wrong path, especially when it comes to passive lead generation with buying leads, with uh, you know social networking and all these other gimmicks that you're following these pursuits in hopes that it's going to create for you an abundance of opportunities, especially with listings. And you will find that it doesn't. Or if you do get business from it, it costs you so much in the form of money and time, you would have been far better off had you just learned to be a proactive lead generator. Well, this is why we have coaches, right? Not to be completely self-serving about this, but here's the thing. A great coach will look at what you describe. I was on the phone for, you know, I made a hundred contacts. So I didn't make any appointments. Okay. Well, a great coach is going to say, well, who did you talk to? Well, I cranked out. It's all about contacts. I made all these, I did a bunch well, of this, just sold calls, but, right? But this is this, they're actually not, if, if, if they're, they're doing, being proactive generally right. and trying to be just at least. giving an example, right. right? And so that coach is going to say, well, why not call people that already have their hand up saying, I want to sell. Maybe you're pursuing the paid lead generation but it's an impression. It's not even so somebody's just screwing around. That lead doesn't belong to you. That's been sold to five others of you. A coach is going to look at your business. They're going to take it apart and they're going to say, what's wrong here? When you're the one who's in it every day, especially if you've paid for some of this, because when you pay for something, you're kind of attached to making it work. Like, so help me God, this better work. So a coach is going to look at that and say, you know what? It's not you. It's this thing. It's not that you're not making it work. It's just that it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And you guys don't have, let's be honest, a lot of you don't have the experience to know that you're essentially pursuing fruitless paths. What's a business maturity issue for some? It is. And so one of the, you know, we talked about this yesterday. Again, if you're not putting yourself in a position to hear the word no from a human, a human. <laughs> that's not your kid. Well, I'll tell you guys a funny thing. So every time Zoe says no to me or Julie or Nana, she has one minute of time out. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, she got into a bad habit of just doing a no, no, no reaction. She's almost eight. That's because what kids do. Because she just do. wanted to say whatever she was doing. It's not because she was trying to be obnoxious, right. but it's become obnoxious. She's so. just trying something out. So now it's costing her a minute of time out. Yeah. You know, that might be actually something that you guys get. If you put yourselves in a position to hear the word no, that counts as a, you know, you hear it five times a day and you're not hearing it from your kid. You're not from, from your dog, your spouse, your partner, whatever. You're hearing it from actual people uh, that may or may not do a transaction with you and you're asking a question. The results, you know, will you sign the contract, please? Or let's get the paperwork out of the way so we can move forward. And if they say no, you've done your job. That's and, something to be celebrated, not to be avoided. Right. And that if you do hear the word no, you're not, it's not going, you're not going to just turn into, you know, burst into flame. You, you know, <laughs> it, there, there are scripts and things you learn and skills that you have to learn versus what a lot of you guys will do is you will do every, yeah. and just, this is an introspection thing, right? You will spend so much time, money, and effort trying to avoid anything that even remotely resembles rejection. Yeah, well, you, you remind me of a coaching call I had with one of our very, very sweet, amiable, yes, very experienced brokers, but also like the nicest guy you'd ever meet. You, you'd never think of her as like a strap the headset on grinder prospector Use type. her first name. Um, Deborah, okay. okay. And, and yet she did it all the time and she explained it. I was like trying to understand how she could, she doesn't come off the same way that she maybe is in her prospecting. And she said, well, it's very simple. I know most of her business did come from her past client center of influence list who she regularly spoke with. Okay. So she said, it's very simple. I sing a song to myself before I get on the phone. Huh. It goes like this. No, 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 no. Yes. So she said, I know that there's a certain amount of no's that I have to hear, and then I'm going to hear a yes. And I also know that if I don't hear the no's, I'll never hear that yes, because the people who aren't ready right now, they don't tell you. You have to call and ask them. It's your job to find the person who needs your help right now. It's not their job to find you. Very rarely no. does someone just straight up say no. They'll say no, not right now. And that's uh, you know that's how you translate a no. It's never no. It's no, not right now. Well, statistically, this is very true. People move every, what, five to seven years, probably more frequently now. Well, that's especially true if you're uh, talking with your spouse. I mean, he or she is not going to just say no. They're going to say no, not right <laughs> not now. Right now. Hold right. on. What are we talking about Wait now? Okay. Back on point. <laughs> We're getting in a Appropriate. Yes, we are. It's the time of year. <laughs> what? It's, okay. a, it's the time of year to be inappropriate? Do I have to send you the Manners um, podcast? Oh, no. Like? That Manners <laughs> podcast was a home run, by the way. Isn't that funny? That got republished. People were like, can I, I republish your Manners podcast? By the way, guys. It tells you people need it. Pretty thank pretty you for all the five-star reviews on iTunes. If you've not uh, shown your appreciation uh, towards this podcast, we are going to task you with the simple, the simplest of things. Text five stars, the number five, then S T A R. Text five star to four seven three seven two. Text five star, the number five, then S T A R to four seven three seven two. And when you do, we'll text you back a link. And with that link, you can very easily leave us a guess what five star review on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, or whatever it is a third option, which I don't remember. But do please leave us a five star review. It's great just to leave five stars, but it'd even be better if you. You left comments. That is a very powerful way for you to show appreciation towards this podcast. And guys, we sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. And uh, yeah, that's our way of showing uh, appreciation towards you. 
uh, by giving uh, you these podcasts every single day. And so please, and I'm sorry to be so overt about it, but it really does help us tremendously. Please do leave us a five-star review. Just text five star to four seven three seven two if you're listening to us on youtube remember to subscribe and hit the like button so subscribe to us on youtube and hit the like button that also helps us as well i'll tell you guys i'll be overt about what my intention is what our intention is we are this is already the number one listen to daily podcast agent for uh, for agents in the united states we are usually within the top now this is globally i want you guys just to think about this statistically in education the two most competitive uh, sections on iTunes is education and business and we're in the education section. This is wonkish information. Those of you uh, who are doing podcasts will appreciate this. And normally we're in one of the top 200 podcasts in education. We've been as high as like number 30 or whatever. What our goal is for this year is to be one of the top 25 education podcasts consistently. And the way we do that is not by increasing the frequency of podcasts or really changing the content which we present. The simplest of ways for us to do that is to ask you guys to help us do so by giving us a five-star review and giving us uh, basically putting in nice comments. And then from nobody knows for sure, but somehow iTunes then will see that more people are uh, reacting positively to the podcast. And then they push it higher up on the list, thus giving it even more exposure and allowing us to be in tune with what our mission is, our professional mission is, which is being of service to real estate professionals in the United States. You guys are the people that we've chosen to be of service to for our professional lives. You are our flock. We are your flock. So please do help us accomplish our goal and, and uh, do show appreciation by leaving us a five-star review. Text five star to 47372. And if you're on YouTube, again, hit the like and uh, subscribe button. So next point, Julie Harris, we're on point number six. Yes. And we're talking about habits of gratitude. Point number six, this is a great way to use social media, actually. Notice a past client or a friend's social media post about something they're celebrating and call them you could write a thank you handwritten card as well and mention that you noticed it. Don't just like the post, actually have a real conversation. Let me drill down on that because I have people that will message us in Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, Tim and Julie Harris sure. on Instagram. If you guys want to see holiday pictures we're putting up on Instagram, uh, but then they'll sometimes send me comments. Mm -hmm. Those comments are not forwarded. I suppose I could set it up so that they are. Mm -hmm. And so there'll be comments sometimes that are left in our Instagram thing for like a day or two or three or even a week. Mm -hmm. And then I'll chime in and I'll see what they are. And then I'll, you know, return a respond to them. Um, and we do, we don't delegate any of that. Julie and I do it ourselves. Uh, but this goes to Julie's point. If you're, you guys now can get information from Instagram, from Facebook, from, you know, all these different social networking devices. And if people are messaging you through there, you can have messages sitting there for months and not even know it. So that's the importance. And that means that if you're showing appreciation towards or wanting to show appreciation towards other people from social, you can certainly like and you know comment and subscribe and all the rest of it. But if you really want to elevate your game, do call them. The calling makes the real difference. Now, if for some reason you call them and they don't answer, you can then text them and show appreciation. I, you know, Julie, I just saw the com. I just saw your picture on uh, Instagram mm -hmm. of the cookies that Zoe made. <laughs> First of all, I can't believe how big she's getting, but also the decoration on the cookies is amazing, and that kind of thing, guys, is what we're sure. talking about. Very simple, powerful shows of appreciation. Or you can even be more direct than that, and you can say, you know what, there was a trans. Like maybe it's to another real estate agent, or you know something like that. You really were a powerful leader for me 
in that closing. You were so you you had so much grace in handling the you know diversity and the challenges we had during that particular process. And I really wanted to. I didn't necessarily show the appreciation uh, that I should have during the closing. I I want to do it now. So thank you very much for being such a great leader in the real estate uh, industry. That type I of know. thing. Can you imagine? I mean, agents wander around all the time, especially on tough closing weeks, and they're like, ah, nobody even said thank you. Be the one who says thank you. Think about how that makes somebody feel. But think you how can, it makes you feel. You can do it towards your neighbors. You can do it from people you know in church. You can do it from somebody that helped you at the grocery store. Show overt appreciation, which is the point number seven. Yes. Show your gratitude <laughs> overtly and enthusiastically more than just saying thanks. Be more expressive with phrases like, you saved my life, or that compliment you gave me really made, that made my day. Be very enthusiastic about that. People will remember your enthusiasm. You really do change the game for yourself when you start living a life like this. And again, this isn't one of Julie's points. I don't I assume it's not. But one of the first things you have to do if you want to stay in the state of gratitude is really go media free. That's something we talk about that constantly, probably too much, but it's something that we personally do. Julie and I do listen to podcasts. We listen to a handful of podcasts, but we sure as heck will never watch anything on TV because it's such propagandized garbage nowadays. And all it's designed to do is put you in a state of dependency and fear. So do your best just to completely avoid it. And once you start doing that, once you start purging your life of any form of media, don't even like I this little local um, where we are in the top of this mountain in the middle of the Smoky Mountains. They have this local paper. I forget what it's called. Cherokee something. I made the mistake of reading the letters to the editor. Oh, no. And how? <laughs> and here we are in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. It, two hours from anything. And there are people that are so wrapped up in politics. They're writing yeah. these letters to the editor about things that have absolutely nothing to do with being on top of this mountain. I know. Have nothing to do with being, you know, in the Smoky Mountains because they've emotionally attached themselves to and they're reverberating this sort of energy that because they watch too much CNN, for example, right? And it's 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 just stay away from it. It's I mean, pervasive. It, it's it's yeah. seeded itself. It's everywhere. Into their... The words that they use are laced with things. You can just take one sentence or a headline, and you can see how it's all laced with how that's trying to program you to think. And program, that's the key. It's like the Matrix, guys. I know some of you are thinking, oh, Tim and Julia are crazy. Well, we probably are. <laughs> well, look what we've done for 20 you know, plus years, coached agents. That will definitely have an effect on someone's <laughs> it's all life. all your fault, right? So, But if you think about that, if you all of a sudden purge the media from your lives and you start then, you will start then noticing, sensing within other people, this sort of um, low level and sometimes not so low level uh, anxiety. Yeah. You'll start sensing within them that they're overdosing on the fear-based media and you'll start seeing yourself seeing other people. So you almost develop an introspection about your emotional and mental state as you're observant of how other people are reacting just to life in general. And the reason that they're reacting is they're doing it on a subconscious fear, um, essentially uh, a basis because again, they're allowing themselves to be too full of fear. Even the most wrapped up, uh, emotionally distraught, uh, you know, person. If they unplug from the media, they completely change their lives. So, if you want to give yourself a gift for this holiday season and for life in general, completely and totally check out of media, except for this podcast. Well, you can curate. You, you mentioned that we do listen to some podcasts, but they're very carefully curated. We listen to them, decide is that something that we want to continue to listen to, yes or no. And that, I mean, I've even done that with the podcast that Zoe and I listen to on the way to and from schools because, you know, kids can be programmed too. Totally. So you do, it's not that you shouldn't listen to anything and just be a complete hermit, even though we're 
two hours away from everything. <laughs> <We're> but, <hurt>. <laughs> um, but you you can choose. Like I I listen to one filling in the gaps of my uh, music education. It's called Sticky Notes. I love that podcast. It's non political. It's about musical history and just different things that I never noticed about a symphony that I like or something like that. We listen to the Peter Schiff show. Well, mostly I do. Mm-hmm. And Peter's a friend of ours who lives uh, in our neighborhood in Puerto Rico. By the way, Super did I tell you? Guy. Yeah, his, he's amazing and uh, truly amazing. But the video in the podcast that we did with Peter, and this was over a month ago now, you mm-hmm. guys should definitely watch that. We're talking about inflation and two th- his 2022 predictions, and we made it about real estate. But between the video and the podcast, it's becoming one of our most consumed, uh, you know, media projects ever. The mm-hmm. the video itself on YouTube had over sixty thousand views. Yeah. And this is in a month. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. And and for something really truly weird, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's not very sure. many. You know, it's a weird topic, and it's not like it's not like our other neighbor Logan Paul is doing some <laughs> zany thing that kids like. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the podcast as well. But if you guys haven't consumed that yet, definitely do it. Anyway, Peter Schiff Show. Um, the other one that I'm really addicted to, I just listened to probably two hours of it yesterday, was uh, All In. It's a fantastic podcast. You guys need to listen to that as well. Um, I won't tell you any more than that. And but that was recommended to us by a coaching client. Mark Shandro. Yeah. Yeah, so, when we were on our U.S. Yeah. tour and we were in L.A. Mm-hmm. and you like made fun of me for not listening to it. I know. Great <laughs> recommendation. Know. So it's not that we want you to hide out and listen to nothing. You just have to be very careful with what you're actually listening to and investing your life's uh, energy in. So back to some of our gratitude habits here. Point number eight, notice and compliment specific things about people. We can all name people who are always smiling, tell the best jokes, have the best manners, or are always there to help. Recognize them for it. We can all identify people like that. Maybe that's something you're trying to do or be or show. I mean, I know when we go to the gym, there's certain coaches that pay more attention to correcting what you're doing. They actually care that you're not going to pull something versus people that wander around and, you know, just seem like they're anxious to go do something else. So notice and compliment specific things. Well, so drill down on that, Julie, because again, we have a lot of introverted types, which, you know, I, the podcast, podcast listeners won't believe it, you know, (laughs) but Julie and I are definitely on the introverted side of the personality, you know, spectrum. So (laughs) I just put us on a spectrum, but I guess that's probably not so perfect, right? (laughs) But so how do we teach somebody who's really introverted? Mm -hmm. That right there, that skill is something that especially Mm -hmm. introverted you know, people are going to be very uh, sheepish about doing because they're going to, well, you are, we're like that. So I'm mm-hmm. asking you and I'm trying to, I'm just going to be direct just to save time. Okay. How did you move yourself past your, to your uh, fear of being someone who gives compliments? Because you give compliments all the time now. How did you do um, it? Drill down, Jules. Don't just give a, well, a surface answer. I think one of the things about introverts that is a secret power is that you tend to be more of an observer. Mm. So that is kind of a natural thing, but actually talking to somebody and actually complimenting them and starting a conversation is not so natural. So of course, as always, I go back to the Ford script, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Those are your talking points, right? That'll help you get out of your own shell. But you know, it's easy to compliment somebody and start that conversation and you're starting out on a positive note, right? But it starts with that observation. So like, I I mean, we all have people that we can say, you know, that person always just seems so happy all the time. And if you see them in the, in, maybe you're in the gym, you can say, you know what, Tim, why is it that you're so happy all the time? 
I noticed that, is it the caffeine that you're having? What is it? Well, that's that something, starts the conversation. That's something I would never say, but that might be something a lady can but say to another lady. you know what I'm lady. saying. Dudes, you know, you compliment each other's watches. Or yeah, watches and maybe you just... Talk sports. Well, what I'll do is, you know, this is the way I made so many friends at the gym because, again, I'm an introverted dork and I'm 5'9 and I'm not, you know, a huge guy, but I'll go up to somebody who's like a massive, you know, huge human and who is lifting some ridiculous amount of weight and I'll watch him... And it could be a lady too, you know, it doesn't matter. And I'll just like, after they go through it, I'm sort of watching them out of the corner of my eye and I'll just give them like a thumbs up or I'll go up to them and I'll say, that was amazing. Or that was inspiring. And that's it. And that's all I'll say. And I've done that. I don't even know how many times. And they're just friends for life at that point. I know like Luke, whose actual nickname is actually Superman. Yeah. There's he's like seven feet tall. In Puerto Rico. This is, this is true story. So Puerto Rico, we moved to Puerto Rico. Uh, it's better than two years ago. And when we got there, it was like September, October. And there was this great Halloween party that we went to. And so it was on the beach and it was really nice. It was those of you guys are in, we have a lot of Puerto Ricans that listen and a lot of our neighbors are listening to our Mm -hmm. show now. So it was at Barlovento is Mm -hmm. where it was. And everyone is in costumes and, you know. This is an adult Halloween party. Adult Halloween, yeah. So we look across and there's this huge dude. I mean, he has to be 6'5", very handsome, dark hair, Clark Kent glasses on. And it was so obvious that, I mean, this guy looked like Superman. You know, his name is Luke, too, which is incredible. So here is Luke, you know, and it's like, he's, of course, Superman. You know, it's so funny. He could have dressed as nothing else. Right. You know, so so now, of course, long term, his nickname has become We call him Superman, yeah. Every time we see him, he loves it, too. Yes. So, you know, notice things about people. Be present. Compliment them. Have more fun. So we'll do one more point, then I think we'll wrap here. Uh, Number nine, volunteer your time and your skill to support other people's causes. Be public about it. Invite your own friends to participate in charitable events. This goes back to a previous point. I can't remember if it was the Manners podcast or what it was, uh, maybe getting ready for the holiday season. Say yes more than you say no. If somebody's having a charitable event, show up, invite your own friends, do the toy drive, do the food drive, support other people's causes. Let's drill down on this because these last two points actually, and this is where we'll wrap for today's show. Um, one of the, another thing you can do again, this is for those of you who are a little bit socially awkward or for those of you who are not, and you're total and complete extroverts. This will work in both ways. So this, what we're about to say to you, there's two sides to this. So think about this. So we'll start with our people, the introverted dorks. Okay. If you are not comfortable going into public places and having conversations with other people, if you're just not that person, gravitate towards somebody who is, be that person's wingman, and you'll get to know all their friends and their family. And that, you know, find that if you want to use DISC, if you're somebody who's a driver or an analytical C, go and find people that are amiable Mm -hmm. or expressives and befriend those people, be their wingman, and you'll get to know their centers of influence, their past clients. That's a great technique. And and one of the things you can then do as you get to know more people is you can be the matcher of people. So if you see somebody who's an introverted person who's obviously not very comfortable, go and and take get to bring you know obviously get to know something about them and then find people that they can befriend because then what you've done is you've helped that introverted person have more fun at that social gathering make friends and you have now given uh, something to both of those people you don't have to sit out hang out there and have an, an, a conversation you just make the introduction and say you know and this is a way that you can increase your influence, increase your social networking, but really on a very personal, let's call it spiritual level, you've helped two people become friends. You've helped them to expand their social network. You've helped them to essentially, you know, 
expand their worldview. Now, if you're on the extroverted side, you need to go and find the introverted yes. dorks, the wallflyers, and you need to get to know them. And you need to be the person that's going to introduce them to other people. So this is a way that you don't use excuses. Well, this is just who I am. You know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yes, you can. And you got to start with removing it, making it not about yourself, unplugging from your ego and start putting yourself in a position where you are going to overtly, intentionally show gratitude towards other people. If you are one of these people that just are who you are and that's who you're always going to be, your, you, ways. your world is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller to the point where you're living under the staircase. Julie and I have personally known people like that. We've had family members like that because you're all mixed up in your head. It's all about you. You, it's all about your ego. Unplug from that. Make it about being in contribution towards other people. Well, here's a fact, just to keep it super practical and tactical. Agents who do learn that level of versatility where they're not all about, oh, that's just, it, it's just not me. They find ways to make it them. They become more versatile by, for example, being friends with somebody more expressive than you or expressive with somebody who's more analytical than you. Those are the agents that make all the money. Because totally. they're the ones that can do a variety of transactions with a variety of people and don't leave a listing appointment anymore saying, well, we just didn't hit it off. You didn't hit it off because you didn't try to hit it off. Well, and don't, guys, listen, I mean, just to I, be harsh we, about we're it. not trying to sound negative, but it's just, I'm, again, I have to keep myself out of my soapboxes. We're trying to keep in a festive holiday spirit this month. But, but here's the thing. A lot of you have written yourselves off because, you know, maybe your life experience tells you that you're so much of an introvert that you're never going to be able to relate to, you know, people, you know, that's just who you are, or you're an extrovert and you can never get along with people that are more introverted. You guys have got to stop making it about yourselves. That's just all ego-based crap at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you need to learn to be versatile so you can get along with people no matter what dominant personality style they might have. And don't overhang your hat on, or don't, don't hang your hat so much on all this pseudoscience stuff that really has become so omnipresent in the real estate education sector. That's your true. job it, at the end of the day, the beginning of the day, and, for, and every day is to be of service to other people. And the best way to do that is stop making it about yourself. Stop thinking about what you can't do, who you can't communicate with, and listen to these points. But remember, the most powerful way for you to unplug from the lower state that most people are, operate within and to essentially elevate yourself to the higher state is putting yourself in a state of gratitude. It was our first point yesterday, and it's going to be the recurring uh, points throughout the rest of the week, maybe into next week. Show gratitude. Be overt in your feeling of gratitude and start with, what are you grateful for now? How do you feel right now? How are you? What are you grateful for? What are you wearing shoes? Are you drinking coffee? Are you are you exercising? Are you having a glass of wine? Are you driving a car? Show some appreciation in your heart, in your soul, in your spirit about things that you're grateful for. Say them out loud. You know, look, you can walk around right now, wherever you are. If you're in a mall holiday shopping, you're going to Barnes and Noble to buy our best-selling book, Harris Rules. <laughs> it's already pre-wrapped in, in a festive shade of green. It's sitting there waiting for you. You could also buy it on Amazon. You could download it from Audible. Um, yeah, but if you're on your way there and you start saying things out loud that you're grateful for, nowadays you're not considered crazy because everyone's always being, it's assumed that you're talking on your, your phone or and you have some earbud in or whatever. So right now, wherever you are, I challenge all of you, the bold amongst you will say it out loud. Say three things that you're grateful for. Julie Harris, three things you're grateful for. Three things I'm grateful for. I love this holiday time that we're spending as a family. Mm-hmm. 
And that's something that it's a more quiet holiday for us. And I really am very grateful for that. Not that I don't like chaos now and then, but it's all good. In other words, it's a nice to unplug from Puerto Rico. Yes, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, Let's see. I am grateful for the uh, just the all of the great clients and listeners that we have, Mm -hmm. because there are so many of them. Sometimes we forget because, you know, we're in our our cabin doing our own podcast. We don't see all of the thousands of people that are listening right now. Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. I mean, this podcast was here just to really put an explanation. This podcast has been downloaded over 20 million times. Now someone's going to say, how is that possible? There's only a million and a half agents. Well, there's agents all over the world, first of all. But second of all, a lot of people listen to us every single day. So every time they download us and listen to us, that counts as a download over 20 million times. That's incredible to think about. It is. So I'm very grateful for that. I'm grateful for you and for our relationship and what we've been able to do together over our 30 years of marriage and our eight years of being parents. And, you know, I, you said yesterday, thank you, past Tim and Julie, for, you know, maybe not every day of our lives having it together at a high level, but having that, those mutual goals that we've always had. I'm thankful for um, this moment with you, this mm-hmm. very exact moment mm-hmm. in this very exact cabin yes. as we're looking out at the window at a huge, beautiful forest of what kind of trees are those? I think those are lodgepole pines. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. It looks storybook, doesn't it? Definitely. Lots I'm thankful even for the low-hanging clouds and the mm-hmm. rainy sort of you know mercurial day that it looks like to be waiting for us outside. Yes. You know, I'm certainly thankful for the past year we've had, even mm-hmm. though there's certainly been a lot of hardship this year. We yeah. had someone who worked for us, worked with us, you know, pass away unexpectedly. We had some coaching clients that died. I mean, there was definitely some challenges Stop. this year. But overall, obviously, overall. I'm very grateful for the people in our lives and mm-hmm. specific people come to mind that mm-hmm. you definitely. know, Tom and you know Allison and the, you know all the other staff members that we have, the coaches we have, Karen. Yeah. Karen and I'm so thankful and grateful towards all of them. And in that, I feel that in my heart. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm really, honestly, I'm thankful for our, our health. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the, I'm thankful for, you said it, past Tim and Julie mm-hmm. and the, the resilience that we've had to, you know, it's, it's, it's almost in the, it's almost against current society that you're supposed to somehow suffer for the result, right? Yeah. And I, I scanned some podcasts yesterday and there was somebody that was pontificating on how, you know, you should only be doing things around passion. And if you're having to work too hard, I know, you're not I supposed know. to be pursuing that, and which is an absolute complete hulk of bullshit. The reality of it is, is that if you want ever increasing levels of success in your personal life, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. But I, even though I've always done that, I've never had, as I go, you know, I think back to the decades, I didn't necessarily 100% believe it. Because it was long spans of, of time, right, mm-hmm. where we weren't getting results, where we weren't seeing, we weren't where sure. we thought we'd be at a certain age or mm-hmm. a certain point in our lives. But I'm grateful towards past Tim and Julie for not having given up. Yes, for their perseverance. We can question it all we wanted to, which we did occasionally, mm-hmm. but we didn't give up. Yes, and this is actually one of the points in the Harris Rules is that you are far more likely to be successful and to be successful more quickly in this business if you stop being one foot in and one foot out. Yep. And giving yourself the luxury of saying things like, well, maybe it'll work and I'll try it out. And one of the things we pay attention to as coaches, and I'm grateful for our coaches, Coach John and Coach Robert, and of course, Coach Rochelle. Jane, and we have 13 coaches. They do a great job of listening, one of our previous points, listen more than you speak, to the types of words some of you use. I'll try it. We'll see how it goes. These are all indications that you've already kind of let yourself off the hook for getting results. So you've got to be very careful about that. So I would agree with you that 
One thing that we never let go of was our stick to if that's an actual adjective, uh, and to not give up even on the really tough days. And we know that you guys have tough days because we've been there and we've done that. So if you're working yourself way up from a very, you know, deep hole, if you're digging yourself out, if you're climbing out of this deep hole, Julie and I've been there, done that. And, yeah. um, you know, the thing is, is that know this, you don't have to repeat that. So if you've put yourself in a position and you're listening to us and you're not overtly feeling gratitude towards hardly anything because you realize that everything ahead of you is going to be a challenge. Feel blessed. Here's how you can have gratitude. Even if you're in a you know dark place, feel blessed that you're alive and you know, you're on the path to change your life. Be, in, be, you know, be grateful for literally the breath you're taking right now. Be grateful for the food in your belly or the food you're about to put in your belly. Yeah. Be grateful for the clothes in your back. Be grateful for the very fact that, and I, you know, that you're listening to a something that is sort of, you know, what is this? Witchcraft and alchemy. I mean, how it is that <laughs> Julie and I are recording this podcast into these little microphones that's going to my iPhone that's now going to be sent someplace and somehow magically all of you guys are going to hear it. Be gratitude towards all the people that created this, you know, like I said, witchcraft and alchemy that makes us so we can all live these lives right. of abundance. Be grateful for the fact that you have so many opportunities in your life. Be grateful for the fact that you're alive. Be grateful mm -hmm. for the fact that there's people that care about you. If you don't feel that there's people that care about you, listen to our past podcasts. Start by being overt with showing gratitude and caring about other people and you'll get it 100% um, back. If you don't have a family, that's okay. You can create a family through people you know, through your friends. And sometimes, by the way, well, 99% of the time, the people that you adopt as your family are going to be more loyal to you and better members of your, you know, quote unquote family than maybe even your real family members. You know, all these types of things, these are all blessings that we can all create for the, you know, these things in our lives. So no matter where you are emotionally, show gratitude, say three things out loud. That's your assignment and your homework. And if even after all of that, if you can't think of something, I'll show you a way you could be show gratitude. Homework. <laughs> homework text five star if you've not done so yet the number five then star to four seven three seven two text five star the number five then star to four seven three seven two and please do show gratitude towards this podcast and all the other podcasts you guys get you know it's funny i get messages from people who are podcast binging mm -hmm. they'll just listen to one podcast ours right. after another after our hours and hours mm -hmm. and then maybe they'll call us because you know they'll text me and i'll text them back and they'll you know i could tell they've been listening because they're using our parlance our words sure. or maybe they'll decide that they want to join exp and they want julie and i to sponsor them the exp royalty and we're certainly available to do that as well if you'd like to sponsor uh, like us to sponsor you at exp you can just text me directly at 512-758-0206 512-758-0206. Anyway, so when I get on the phone with these people that have been podcast listening, it's almost like we're talking to ourselves. I know. You know? It's fun. <laughs> it is fun. So listen, guys, we appreciate all of you. We're going to continue on uh, the series of gratitude. So please do show overt gratitude uh, towards life in general because you are all blessed uh, by saying out loud right now three things that you're grateful for. We'll talk with you guys on the podcast tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.